Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the big Eververse updates that are coming, announced in the TWAB on May the 7th. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. I'm usually streaming when these hit the feeds. If you're wanting to listen to the entire episodes, you can look for SNTR Presents on all the podcast platforms or on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, the bell button, leaving comments. Thank you so much for the growth on YouTube. You guys have been awesome. We're still inching ever so closely every every week and month to 50,000 subs, which is crazy. I don't really do the YouTube thing. I you know I put my content there and you guys support it. So thank you for that. I don't do like the editing and all of that. So I appreciate it very, very much. So this was a big, big deal, I think, for a lot of people that have been waiting for updates on the Eververse. Right from the mouth of Luke Smith, on the front end of a TWAB, he addressed a lot of what people have been either frustrated by or wanting to see change in the Eververse. So I'm going to start out by just reading what they said from changes to what will or will not be in there as well as Bright Dust payouts. I want to talk about how this is a big win for the community, but I do want to end the video by saying this is just housekeeping, okay? This is not the beginning of the marketing cycle for year four. I've had some people say, I don't know, this doesn't really seem like a big deal just yet for year four. Why is everybody getting excited? This is kind of par for the course for Bungie. So I'm going to talk about that at the end of the video. So what did they say? All right. So this was the big one that I think a lot of people were thrilled about, but we want to, we want to make sure we read this carefully. I am seeing people saying things that aren't quite accurate. So let's read it carefully. Beginning in season 12, that's year four, September, we will no longer be selling ships, ghost shells, sparrows, or armor ornaments in the Eververse that are visually based on themes from aspirational activities. So what he has in mind here is the harpy ghost shell, the the sparrow that looked like the divinity, or the ship that looked like it should be in the Crimson Keep as like a nightfall reward. Those were in the Eververse, and it ticked people off, and they set their sights on it. They did say in a TWAB following that, they were looking at basically not doing that anymore, and now he is basically committing and saying, this will not be a thing ever again. If it's clear that it's an item from an you know, aspirational environment, it's not going to be in there. There was other sections we're going to talk about in other videos. There was so much in this TWAB, i got to break it up. But the fact that there's going to be exotic uh, decorations in, ra- in the new raid, that is exactly what we're talking about here. Exotic decorations. Okay, cool. Exotic vanity items will be in the new raid instead of the Eververse. That's a, that's a, that's a big win there. Next, they talked about dust and engrams. We are making it easier for you to earn bright dust. We will be moving away from character-specific ways to earn bright dust and more toward account-specific paths. This change is geared toward giving one character player significantly more bright dust than they can earn today. We're updating the bright engram to be more relevant than it is today. The earned bright engram in the season pass will be updated to include various year three Eververse items previously sold for silver and bright dust. And going forward, the bright engram will update each season to include Eververse items from three plus seasons prior. So they are doing what they can again to make the bright dust earn rate better and and land on more members of the community, especially people who only have one character. And they're wanting to make the bright engram more exciting when you get it. This is exactly the right tone that they needed to set for the Eververse going forward. Okay. Now I'm going to have other videos about other things they talked about. They announced transmog. They announced all these different things that are coming. I want to do separate videos. So we have time to talk about each individual thing so we can really, really 
have the right discussions all kind of in the in the, in the right funnel so this is a big win the community has been requesting this for a while and i had continued to say that taking vanity items and putting them in endgame content wasn't enough and this is a line I want to read they said aspirational activities will reward power, items, and vanity that is the exact right combination that we want to see we do not, we do not want to see them say oh okay here you guys want nightfall specifics here's some sparrows and ghosts that's not good enough, we want items we want loot as well as the vanity items so I was glad to see that combination outlined in the TWAB, also saying that the raid will have exotic accessories, not decorations. I'm sorry, I must. I think I misquoted that. It's called exotic accessories. That again is a big win for raids. That means more than just guns and armor will be in raids. There'll be some cool exotic accessories. Another commitment they made, and hopefully this means some of the stuff lands in some endgame content or lands in the raid. They will no longer sell legendary weapon ornaments in the Eververse. Now, I don't know if that means they're going to retire the idea of having legendary weapon ornaments, but that certainly means they're no longer going to be selling them. To me, another win for the community right there to not have items like that sold, more and more the Eververse will take on the idea of completely optional vanity items and if you're like oh everything should be earnable it sounds to me like they're going to make you a little bit more empowered as a player to get more bright dust so that if there are items in that vanity store you want to get and buy without spending real money you should be able to do that in a, to a greater degree going forward and you should hopefully feel less pressure to do that something else they're doing in season 11 the very next season the eververse armor will not be in the eververse where do they say that they said that they were going to i forgot i read that to you guys earlier they said in season 11 they pulled it out and they put it into aspirational content because they felt like that was the right choice They said right here, they said each season we will deliver an aspirational pursuit for armor. We have uh, not done this consistently for Destiny 2. This armor will come from activities, not the season pass or Eververse. And they said, as an example, we have removed the Eververse armor from season 11 and itemized it into an aspirational activity because this is the right thing to do for the game. That is, it's probably because it was themed. I I agree with you, X-Bone Malone. It probably was themed around what next season is going to look like. Just left and right in my mind really really good on the money not tone deaf remarks from Luke Smith about what their commitment is going forward with vanity items and their role in the game not feeling like everything is in the Eververse so if you track the updates they've continued to do for Eververse they removed RNG they added more and more clear lines of direct purchase they gave us ways to earn bright dust they put less items in the Eververse than they used to there used to be way more items in there the ghosts and sparrows and ships I know a lot of them were quote unquote reskins but quantitatively there were a lot more items every season they removed the RNG they removed the loot boxes and they said in the one season they moved away from 50% being uh earnable from bright dust to 80% so they've minimized what's silver only they tell us what's silver only and then they land this plane to me I think the Eververse continues to be one of the most character I'm sorry player conscientious micro stores that we've ever had right I, I think I think this is this is exactly what we want to continue to see with the Eververse they're not just kind of setting it up like a top and letting it run they're always open to hearing us on this and making changes and adjustments where they think they need to also transmog will be free but you can buy it with silver now some people might look at that and be like well that's just another way for them to make money in general I think 
this is how I wanted transmog to land. I'll talk about that more in the transmog video, but they did say it's something that you have to unlock, which I think is a really, really good move. It's not going to undercut, you know, grinding for armor or good armor sets. I think that's a good way to do it. It's like, no, you got to unlock it or you can pay for it for silver. Again, that's a vanity choice or an earn rate choice. That's not something you're being forced to do. Lastly, let's say this is just housekeeping. This twab felt to me like a, let's get this out of the way. Okay, we got to talk about this stuff. Luke Smith comes down, enters himself, injects himself into the twab, and is like, we got to do some housekeeping here, okay? We haven't done a good job with X, Y, and Z. These are our commitments for year four, okay? They're getting this out of the way. This is not part of the marketing cycle for year four. We're not even in there yet. We haven't even gone through the summer season. And, and, and again, it was good to do this now. They're going to give us a taste for some of this in season 11 by yanking an armor set literally out of the Eververse and shoving it into the game the exact opposite of what people have felt that they were doing which is taking stuff from the game and putting it in the eververse the real marketing for year four probably will not start until we're at least a couple of weeks into the summer season then they will start marketing and talking about all the fun and cool things that we're going to get in uh september you know starting with year four i think the biggest hang up in the twab which again we'll probably talk about in another video is the way they're cycling the armor sets in trials it's kind of weird that there won't be a brand new one until season 13 but it did say it was going to be a new set and not a reprisal we may see an armor set an, an, an updated armor set in 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 trials before season 13 it'll probably be a reprisal maybe but that was probably the only part of the 12 that i felt was sort of a a hang up no season 11 is next and then season 12 is September. So season 11 is right around the corner. We are currently in season 10. I think this is a great springboard into the idea of reinvigorating core activities. This shows them putting a priority on that. I'll do another video as well about the vendor refreshes that they talked about, but I really wanted to dedicate just one whole video to Eververse because this is another like I think feather in their cap to say if you guys don't like something we're willing to try to meet you in the middle and this should go right in line with reinvigorating core activities having vanity items having items to chase alongside loot and gear and armor inside the game as opposed to being inside a vanity store you know that that goes for bright dust and money is something that the community has been asking for I for one never thought vanity items in the end game was enough on its own it needed to come paired with other things so I'm glad to see them do it that way not just take a bunch of I, in my mind, chintzy vanity items and throw them in the end game. They're doing that along with armor and and gun pursuits as well. So we're going to transition to Q and A. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, uh, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the big Eververse updates coming that was announced in the TWAB. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. That will bring you right to my Twitch channel. The full podcast episodes can be found under SNTR Presents on basically every podcast platform. And if you're on YouTube, I appreciate all the YouTube support lately. Comments, like, subscribe, the bell button so you don't miss videos. I put them up basically every morning. I start streaming and a podcast hits and a YouTube video hits. They all hit at like the same time. So thank you everybody for supporting all the different places that I put the content. So we're going to do our best to answer all these questions. There's a huge backlog already. I am going to start being a little bit more like 
apt to glide over comments and questions that aren't about the given subject. We're going to do separate talks and Q&A about transmog, about trials, about all the different things. So those will be other videos. So don't worry if you're listening to this and you're like, why does he keep skipping questions like that? I want to try to stay in the general theme if I can. Sometimes it's not possible. Um, But if I can, I'm going to try and stay on the theme. So when we do the transmog talk, there'll be tons of transmog questions. So... Aaron Kill. Before this season, Luke mentioned he now thought of the game's future instead of survival. Fast forward to the huge nerf that will hit ever, uh, the Eververse. Should we think that ever? Should we thank Eververse for keeping D2 alive during the transition from Activision? Well, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here. Eververse is still going to be around and probably still make a ton of money. They are trying to be more intentional about where certain types of items go. Let's be clear here. I don't even know if this is a nerf to the Eververse. This is a restructuring of what's there. Because to a certain degree, people might be more apt to spend money in the Eververse if they're earning cosmetics out in the world. That was an argument I've made very recently. Also, numerous times I've made that argument. I've said, you know, if... If they were constantly letting me earn cosmetics from an NPC or in the game, that would suddenly put into my mind, oh, I can do an ornament on a weapon or on my gear. I really like that. Now you might be, as a consumer and a player, more prone to go into a store and buy customization items. But when almost all of the customization items are in the Eververse, there's a portion of the community that just probably never even looks in there. So to a certain extent... This could end up funneling more people to the Eververse. Because if you're going into strikes, aspirational content and raids, and you're getting those decorative vanity items, those accessories, you're now suddenly in more of a mindset to be like, oh, this is part of the game. I would like to get more. So they should also just reduce prices. I, I don't think that's up for discussion. That's usually based on demand and consumer response. So your subjective opinion about prices being too high or low is irrelevant. It's like saying Fortnite skins are too expensive. Well, no one cares what you think. There's a, there's a consumer base that's buying them and they don't care that you're upset about that. They're making tons of money. I've always used the example. If I go to a street corner and I'm selling individual crackers for $5 and for some weird reason people are buying them, you can't get mad at me. Oh, I can't believe you're charging $5 for a cracker. What? I'd be stupid not to. There's a line of people buying them for whatever reason. They think they're amazing. And I'm just, it's just literally a Ritz cracker with butter on it. Here you go. Look, this is the best ever. If you have a, if you have a willing consumer base, your opinion about price is irrelevant. Um, so in this situation, I don't necessarily consider this a nerf to the Eververse. If anything, it could be a better interweaving of the Eververse into the game in a way where people don't feel like they're at war with the Eververse. It's there as a complementary option. And again, if you're more apt, I, I would, uh, let me say it this way. You're more apt to consider buying customization items if you're earning them as well, if that makes sense. Is uh, Inazuma Yaiba? Hey Lono, has Bungie stated any other upcoming TWAB topics? What would you be your top concern for them to address next? My top concern next would be, like, what exactly are you doing with the weapon system? I don't know if they're going to outline that in a TWAB, but for me, that's a giant question mark. 
if they can hit a home run with new weapons and new perks, I think a lot of the complaints about sunsetting will just immediately dissipate. People will be like, oh wow, I don't care about any of my current weapons. This new stuff's awesome. That's kind of what Armor 2.0 did. Armor 2.0 landed and people were like, willingly just deleting all their armor. I think people might, might take on a similar idea and attitude if we can get a really, really good weapon system update. My lingering fear and concern is they don't swing hard enough at the weapon system. If they don't swing hard enough at the weapon system, I will be, I won't just be disappointed, I'll be angry, because I've been sitting here, and many other people have been sitting in the forums and Reddit, defending sunsetting on the, the the trust and the principle that much better things are coming if they fail to deliver on that front then we will be i'll feel betrayed i don't think that's going to happen i don't at every turn at every turn my my trust and faith in luke smith looks more and more founded I had so many people tweeting me last night. They're like, man, it must feel so good to read something like that. Because people are like, I don't trust Luke Smith. Luke Smith that. Luke Smith it. And then it's like, at every turn, this guy writes stuff. It's like right on the money with what we want and what we'd like to see change. I I don't know. I, I, I trust. I really do. I trust him with the franchise. I think he's going to take it where it needs to go. And I don't think they would be that stupid to institute sunsetting and then be like, oh, but we we failed to really innovate on the gun system. I just, I don't think that's going to happen. It's just Sniper. In reference to the armor coming to the core activities, couldn't share geometry be from a strictly developmental standpoint? For example, doesn't the Omega Mechanos Eververse set and the Garden Raid share the same geometry? Yeah, and people didn't like that, homie. They <laughs> They didn't like that. They said that it was it was a reskin. So, shared geometry, this is what it would look like. Let's imagine this helmet is one of the new helmets that will share geometry. That means if I earn this helmet in the Crucible or Strikes, this is what it looks like. There will be a decal to set it apart, a skin. So, decoratively, it will look different, but it's the same helmet. Now, I am okay with this from a tentative standpoint from a tentative standpoint right here is a perfect example all right here is a shared geometry helmet the steadfast warlock ornament makes this thing look different it's the same thing the decal and the skin changes go up here same thing now there's some minor physicality changes up here from the xenos veil to the xenos shore ornament there's like a there's like there's a there's a something added to the top right and then you come down here and same thing this is the same this is the, this is the same helmet. Anti-extinction hood is the same helmet that we were just looking at with some differences. They've added some stuff across the top. It's 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 a, it's a shared, right? It's a shared geometry and then they're making some cosmetic changes to it. Now, some people are going to look at that and be like that's chintzy, that's stupid, that's I I I don't I I want a brand new crucible set. I want a brand new Vanguard set. I will I will maybe throw in with them and agree with their frustration if we don't see a lot of other good improvements, and I think that we will. They said there will be armor pursuit, aspirational armor pursuit added. There will be an aspirational weapon every season for you to chase. So if 
if Bungie looks at their bandwidth and says, we want to do a yearly vendor refresh, but if we do a shared armor set between and we do decal ornamental differences between the two, then that will free us up to have other armor pursuits elsewhere. I'm okay with that. Currently, I've been okay with them not doing vendor refreshes because most of the time they do a vendor refresh and it's just a bunch of junk. It, it doesn't actually add to any significant grind at all. So I am tentatively okay with this. If we get on the other end of September and we really don't feel like there was that much added as far as the other pursuits, the other the other lanes in the game, well, then I'll be a little disappointed. I'll be like, man, you guys, we waited all this time for a vendor refresh and you did one armor set to be shared between the vendors and then it gets, you know, some cosmetic differences. I would be pretty disappointed if that's what ends up happening. But... Here's one of the reasons why I'm leaning towards supporting it without without knowing much just yet. This is why I'm leaning towards supporting it. The general vibe I got from Luke Smith is that they want to put items, whether they're vanity items, armor, or weapons, out in the game and not in a vendor. The spirit of what he said is we want things out there for you to go and get. And I am in full support of that. If you're going to be doing updates and adding items and armor pursuits and weapons, they should be out there, not sitting in the tower. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the vendors sort of having like, here's our base armor set. It looks a little bit different depending on where they come from. But the real loot grind, the real stuff's like out there in the strikes, in the raids, in the dungeons. Like that's where the real pursuit should be. It makes sense for just the core vendor drops. I agree with you. I think it's just a baseline that has a lot more good stuff coming from Aspiration. Right. There's like a spectrum. There's this baseline set at the vendors. It doesn't... It. I, I really don't think people want them doing that. You don't want every couple of months them just shoving a ton of stuff in the vendors. It. it I have been asking for weapon boons in the vendors. Why? Because I want the. I want the stuff to drop out there in the world. The weapon boon idea is totally in line with what I'm saying right now. I'm not like being inconsistent in my position because I have been asking for vendor updates. I think this sounds good enough because I want to be driven out into the world to get stuff, not basically going to the tower to be like, here I am, here's some tokens, give me that awesome armor. Like, that's boring. That just leads to token slamming. Uh, It's high noon. Did they say some stuff will come next season or is it going to be... Oh, the thing coming next season is they rip the Eververse armor set out of the Eververse and put it into an aspirational uh, loot chase. Do you want to know where I think it's going to be? You want to know? Somebody guess. I'm not going to say it. We're going to see if chat can guess. Where do you think they're going to shove the Eververse armor set? They're going to shove it into an aspirational section of the game next season. Summer season. Paris got it. Grandmaster Nightfalls. That's where I bet you they put them. I bet you got five pieces. That's five weeks. That's, that's you know, over a month. I think they're going to shove them into Grandmaster's. Um, because, because, let me defend it, I think Grandmasters suck, but let me defend that decision, because I think that's what they're going to do. For the people that take the time to go and do it, they'll have a unique armor set to distinguish themselves. That's better than just a, that's just better than a title. To me, that's better than a title. So, I think that's where it's going. That's, that's my, that's my prediction. It's going to be into the Grandmaster Nightfall. 
new activity or grandmaster well let's read the phrasing maybe my predictions already proven false by how they phrased it i thought they said into an aspirational activity i don't know did they say new let's scroll down here um where did they say that i've gone too far here it is as an example we remove the eververse armor from season 11 and itemize it into an aspirational activity because this is the right thing to do yeah it just says an aspirational activity i believe i believe that they're going to put it into grandmasters and here's how i think they'll do it here's how i think they'll do it they'll do one armor set a week to, they'll do, I'm sorry, one armor piece a week so, like they did with uh, Escalation Protocol, so, you know helmet, gauntlet, chest, boots mark, after five weeks they'll open up the entire pool, do you know how they're gonna do that this season, like if you miss a Grandmaster and you're going for the title, they're gonna make like all the Grandmasters available, like that got data mined, I guess, I think they'll do one armor piece a week, and then after that, they'll they'll, um they'll open it up to where anything could drop. If they structure it like trials, people will riot. Well, not if you know after five weeks that it'll open it all up. It's possible, it's possible that they just do any piece could drop, but I would think, no, that this is what I want to do right now. I want to get helmet, 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 helmet. I got the role that I wanted. Sweet. Next week. Arms, 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 arms. I got the role that I wanted. Sweet. And then they can end the season and have like this amazing, this amazing unique armor set to go with their title. If it's themed, it could also be the heroic version of the next activity like Heroic Sundial. We guessed it was themed, which is why it was removed in the first place. Now, I like Light Leap's prediction too. That's not bad. If they pulled it out because it was themed, like where do they make this statement? Each season, we will deliver an aspirational pursuit for armor. Mm, maybe, maybe Light Leap. It's not in the section that you're thinking of. It's not in the section of we will no longer sell, um, you know, themed items in the Eververse. You could be right. You could be right. But I would say, what's the set this season? It's not themed at all. That would be the first time they've done that Light Leap. Up to now, they have not been themed with the season. This has nothing to do with this season. This isn't this doesn't have anything to do with the season. It's that that, that is that is just this completely completely separate thing. So it'd be the first season for them to do that. I don't think it's themed. I think they're gonna shove it into Grandmaster Nightfalls, they'll do one piece a week, and then eventually they'll just open up to where anything can drop. That set's so nice. I I, I, I have the exact right amount of silver to buy it. It's so it's so tempting. The biggest problem with the warlock is I, I'm I'm so I'm so often wearing Phoenix that the best piece of it I can't wear. And I love Phoenix with the trials helmet. So like I feel like I would buy that set and then never wear it. Myers Man Twenty Two. Do you think that waiting until season 13 is too long to wait for trials rewards to be updated since they missed the mark initially? Well, now hang on. They didn't say that about adept weapons, did they? When they said season 13, they said trials will get a new armor, not a reprisal, accessories and weapons in season 13. Oh, they included weapons. The team is working on adept weapons. 
So they're committing to adept weapons being ready. Well, maybe not. They just said weapons. Yeah. Uh. The more I think about it, the more I'm going to say this. This is what I want to say. And I know this isn't going to make it any better, but they're likely wanting to do, as I said earlier today, less boulder than pebbles. And what I mean by that is picture September is a boulder and then the seasons are like pebbles. If they shrink that boulder to be more of like a really, really big rock and they shave some of that off for the next couple of seasons, that makes the seasons feel more substantive, right? So now the adept weapons, that's a good point. There's no time frame for adept weapons. So they could say in September as a way to kind of initiate adept weapons, all of the existing trials weapons are now going to drop adept new versions of the existing weapons so they can kind of get some experimentation in like, oh, let's see how it goes and then the new weapons land in 13 but back to what I was saying about like less less boulder pebble, more big rock, you know, rock, 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 rock rock they might want the winter season to have a bit of a PvP lean and that's a way to bolster that side of it, also Thank you for ordering some coffee. Also, maybe they want a longer time frame to really get the cheating wrangled to the ground. And they don't want to introduce adept weapons and really, really kind of rejuvenate the armor and everything. Maybe they want to wait. Maybe they really are like, nah, the best time frame here for really, really having good anti-cheat and good measures in place, because currently it's not been good, is, is in the winter. Because I think... Oh man, here's another, here's another way to think about it. Here's another way to think about it. In Bungie's mind, the Crucible numbers will likely climb in September and be pretty stable. They were stable during Shadowkeep. Why? Well, there'll be new stuff to get, new stuff to do. There'll be a vendor refresh. There'll be a new weapon. There'll be new armor pursuits. There'll be all these new, new things to do. And so the the, the garden variety PvP numbers will probably be pretty strong for season 12. That's the September season. And then the winter season is where things started to go really, really badly for PvP. Season of Dawn was rough for Crucible. It just went crashing and burning. So in Bungie's mind, maybe they want to stabilize player base numbers by we know the September season, everything will be strong. And then when the winter season things want to dip, we're going to cushion that dip by saying, ah, PvP focus in the winter season, new weapons, new armor for trials. Does that make sense? They're they're spacing things out instead of being like, here's a giant boulder. Boom. And he's they're like, trials and trials armor and trials weapons. Ha ha. And then all the seasons after that are like, they feel small in comparison. Thank you for always playing devil's advocate with Bungie. They deserve more credit than they get currently. I get that people are disappointed, but again, I think they're wanting to avoid this boulder expansion and then pebble, pebble, pebble. It needs to be like, here's a really big, you know, cornerstone and then decent sized stones following it because they didn't put all their eggs in the basket. Like imagine Shadowkeep. They could have done that, right? They could have sliced off more of Shadowkeep. Shadowkeep was pretty big, honestly. I thought it was pretty, this is a pretty big expansion. They said nothing about weapons, but they confirmed trials will get new armor every year. You're right. They did. They said Trials will get new armor, accessories, and weapons in Season 13, and they said Trials will get new armor every year. That's a weird thing to only slice out and say. That is odd. 
Um, uh, hang on a second. I got to reply to this. That works. Pumped. So, I, it, it, I don't know. The more I look at the seasonal format, the more I think they're going to have to start to really, really make September not smaller, but they, they might need to shave some stuff off. And that could be one of the reasons they did that. So will there be new weapons every season then? Yeah, I don't know, Milo. I don't know. We will, I think we'll have a better idea after the summer. After the summer. We don't know what Bungie has planned for trials next season. We have no idea what's going to happen in season 11. Yeah, season 13 is the holiday season. That is correct. So... Do you believe that the Eververse debate has been kind of overstated? You can get a minimum of 1,200 Bright Dust weekly. This, is, this isn't this is worth retreading. We've had this debate quite a bit. Maybe you've never really been here for it. I don't want to go down this road. In, in a very, very general sense, I think complaints about the Eververse have been overstated. However, I did start to take up for the people that have gotten their way. You should not be putting things in the Eververse that are clearly items that should be in a raid. The harpy shell, the sparrow that look like the divinity. You know, they, they, I've, I've continued to be the, the bungee apologist because I can't believe that guy defends the Eververse because virtually all the changes they've made have been good changes. 80% of the items are now not, uh, not silver only. So there's only 20% silver only items. They tell us what the silver only items are. They, um... They removed RNG. They removed like the loot boxes. It's it's the, the the conversion of currency is far clearer. You know what you're buying is seven dollars or eight dollars or ten dollars or whatever. Uh, they've increased the sources of bright dust. They're addressing that. You know, so like I've gotten a bad rap from the people that just hate the Eververse with a passion, and. But I also want to say, a lot of the arguments against Eververse, I think, were fair. And I started to even say, you guys put an awful lot of stuff in there, like the Dust Rock Blues ornament. Why the frick wasn't that just at a vendor or something, as something to earn with a seasonal rank? Hey, you hit rank 50 with an NPC, whether it's Shax or Zavala. Hey, congratulations, you can get this ornament for the Dust Rock Blues. Like, it, it, it just, that was a weird one. Like, why is it even in there? And they're now saying legendary weapon ornaments will no longer be sold in the Eververse. Well, that maybe they'll be else where in the game I think that'll be a big win for the community it'll be another thing to earn for personalization and looking dope yeah there was the recluse ornament too oh that was a really dope one the recluse ornament was awesome I thought the dust rock blues ornament was awesome I prefer them to do a shotgun ornament because I would have loved to put that dust rock blues ornament on other shotguns that I use um the Eververse pricing for the most part is fair, says Milo. However, the prices compared to the packages of silver we can buy are super scummy. They'll sell something for $1,200, um, but we can only buy 1100 at a time, making us need to spend extra money we wouldn't want to. What do you mean? Oh, 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 oh. You want to be able to go through and put the exact amount of silver you can buy? A lot of that, too, though, comes down Milo, is they can't overload... Um, on, on Microsoft and Xbox those are individual items that can be purchased it's it's so it's they they can't have they can't have literally like a dial that you turn it's literally an item that you're purchasing and they only want to have so many of them I'm not trying to make excuses we all know what they're doing like and also you have to understand not all the items are equal some items are 1200 some items are a thousand some items are 700 you're 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 zeroing in on particular items that are 1200 when a lot of the items 
are here's a fifteen hundred. You know, here's an eight hundred. Here's a thousand. There's not a lot of the twelve hundreds. So even then, you're kind of isolating a very, very particular instance. You know, oh, I can only buy eleven hundred. Okay, well, I mean, the item prices are all over the place. So, T Funk. Oh wait, I skipped a question. Do you think that they are adding additional rewards to aspirational content with Bungie's mention of exotic accessories? Well, that's literally what they said in the talk. Like, this is an example of a question that does not need to be asked. This is contained in the TWAB. The answer to your question is in the TWAB. They said there will be additional things in aspirational content that you have. This 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 is not this doesn't need to be put in a Q and A. This is literally in the TWAB. Um, without creating new mechs, uh, mechanics maybe for weapon perks. Do you think Bungie will eventually run out of ideas for weapon perks? Vorpal, cool, but still a damage perk. Not much changed. Yeah, I wonder if Warmind Cells was an experiment. You know what I mean? Warmind Cells were this idea that we're going to put uh, a, a, a perk in the game that is that is mechanically based, right? So I would say that if they're going to do it that way, they really, really need to lean away, as you said, away from damage perks. They need to lean away from damage perks. They need to lean away from, um, lean away from reload perks. Because I, I, I want, I want perks that are that are. Oh wow, that sounds crazy. Why would we use that? That sounds kind of unique. So I would, I would definitely lean away from reload and damage perks. Forcado. Do you think it's a good move to put silver as an option to unlock transmog, even though we are still unsure about the requirements for in-game effort and all the, how it will all work out? Here's why I'm okay with it. You're buying an ornament that can be earned. Think about it. Think about it. Track with me here. Needs coffee badly. Thank you for buying some coffee, whoever did that. Track with me here. If you get a piece of armor and you think it looks dope, and you want it to be a trans to be transmogable, right? You're basically buying an ornament. Now you're like, oh, I already have the ornaments. That's not, you know, no, 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 no. You're unlocking transmog for it. So you're basically turning that armor into an ornament. So you're purchasing an ornament. And keep in mind, you are purchasing an ornament that is earnable. Oh, it's gonna take too long what do do you think if you earn a piece of armor in a season that they're going to conceivably make it so hard to unlock that it'll take longer than like a week or two (laughs) you know what i mean transmog is this and i don't want to spend too much time on this because we are going to do a transmog video in q a this is transmog i'm going to go into my menu right now okay and let's say that i absolutely love the way this helmet looks that i got from trials i love it i think it's awesome but I can only have my helmet look this way by wearing Hood of the Exile. Unlocking transmog would mean this suddenly shows up as an ornament down here, which means I can make any helmet look that way. Transmog traditionally is called transmogrification, which like I think the first time I saw it was in Diablo. As long as you own the armor, you could make any armor look like that. So the reason I'm okay with it costing silver is you are buying an ornament. This helmet right now is not an an, an ornament. It's a helmet that I own, that I can wear, that has stats, and it's in my inventory, and it's mine. I earned it. I didn't buy it with money. But if I want it to be an ornament to use for forever, that costs me money. 
or as I said I can earn transmog you can unlock transmog so I think that is literally exactly what I said the other day I said listen if you just if everything is transmogable that's dangerous you're gonna hurt grind all you gotta do is get the helmet to drop from the raid and you can make any helmet look that way the fact that you have to unlock transmog is exactly what I said the other day. I like literally said that verbatim. I said, I would be okay with transmog if it was something you had to earn or unlock on the item as opposed to everything being transmogable so that you're not killing grind. You're still maintaining some level of a grind. So, and if you want to bypass that, go for it. You're buying an ornament at that point. It's totally, it's a totally fair system. No, you're good for Kato. I didn't tell anybody not to submit questions about transmog. It obviously touches down on the Eververse because of the silver, so it's totally fine. If I didn't want to answer your question, I would have glided over it. Um, I hope they tie the grind to the activity, like raid armor transmog to raid challenges. I, I agree with you, Light Leap. Wear this helmet and kill 20 raid bosses. Cool. Done. Perfect system. I gotta wear that helmet a lot, I gotta complete the raid a lot, and then that's totally fine. If you if I had to do that to unlock transmog, you haven't murdered raid grind. It's like, yeah, I got the helmet, and now I'm done! Like, that would not be a good system. Because then you can make any, any helmet look like the raid helmet, and now you've negated grinding for armor in the raid. Uh, Zrickle. With Bungie basically confirming D2 will be supported for a few more years, how do you think that they will manage the technical aspects of the ever-growing game, considering they are also planning on keeping seasonal activities around for an entire year? This is a big question, but it's it's a good question. They, we gotta be careful too here. Let's actually read the quote that he's referencing so that we know what we're talking about, alright? This has got everybody in a tizzy about like, there's not gonna be a Destiny 3. I, we need to settle down, Okay. We are adding a new set of armor for the core playlist. This armor shares a new set of geometry with decals and shaders specific to the activity. We will create new sets like this each year. Example given, e.g. year 4, year 5, year 6, etc. People read that and they're like, oh my gosh, there is no... there, there, There will be no Destiny 3. Okay? First of all, I don't agree with that conclusion. I don't agree with that conclusion. This is just an example given about their, you know, every year they're going to do this. Now, someone might say, Lono, do they really need to, do they really need to give an example when they said they're going to do this every year? Doesn't the example given kind of serve as like a clue that we're going to be here for a while? Yo, cream of wheat. What's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while. Cause like okay so the the tinfoil hat in me looks at this and is like all right luke did you really need to put that isn't the statement we will create a new set like this each year isn't that enough everybody would know what you meant every year right every year when we enter a new year you're going to create a new set did you really need to go example given year four five and six or did you do this to set the expectation that we're in destiny 2 all the way until year six I don't know. The tinfoil hat in me says he did this on purpose, but then another part of me takes the angle of what Zerickle's asking about. (laughs) Okay, we're about to go into year four. Okay, So year five would begin 2021 of September, and year six would begin 2022, which means we would be playing all the way into 2023. I just have such a hard time believing 
that Destiny 2 in its current state and engine can last that long. It's bloated, it's full, it's slow, it's sluggish. I I just, I can't see a way to that destination. You're telling me that you're going to walk to Africa. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, dude, I'm going to walk to Africa from Florida. How the frick are you going to do that? There's a big giant body of water between Florida and Africa. How are you going to do that? You're going to need some kind of magic trick to pull that off. Some kind of David Copperfield bridge between those two things. Yeah, unless you're the unless you're unless you're our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You're not walking from Florida to Africa, okay? You're not doing it. And that is exactly the point. You would need a miracle. A suspension of the natural order, right? <laughs> How on earth are they going to do this? This engine, everything we know about this engine, everything they've told us about this game, you're going to you're going to tell us that there are technological restrictions you can't add to this game for forever but then I'm supposed to believe that I'm going to be sitting here in September 2022 booting this game up with an it with you know yeah here we go more in more in destiny 2 I that's why I say they're going to need a miracle there's if there's if there's some background technological backflip miracle that they're pulling off with this tiger engine I would love to know about it <laughs> I would love to know about it because that's a long dadgum time. And he puts year six ETC. What? So there could be conceivably a year seven? What? How? I don't see it, dude. I don't see it. I don't see the way forward. I don't know how you do that. Destiny 3, September 2022, next gen and PC. I'm telling you, I don't think him saying that indicates no Destiny 3. I don't think it indicates just we're always in Destiny 2 for forever. I really don't. One of those years is an engine swap or a title swap. Listen, Paul Tassi and I are going to talk about this on Monday night on the Rageous Roundtable. He believes now more than ever, this is the strong indication there will be no Destiny 3. He believes it very strongly, even more now after this blo- after this blog. Uh, Aaron Kill the TWAB mentioned transmog will be achieved with in-game effort what do you expect for in-game effort we kind of already touched on this Aaron Kill literally a moment ago so I am going to skip Martian Police with these Eververse changes what do you think the business model will be like moving forward keep it up again these are one of those questions that like I'm not upset or anything but this is a question that I can't give you a strong answer to because right now I don't know what their business model is I don't know what it, what it could change into because I don't know what it presently is, but I will say this. They're not gutting the Eververse. The Eververse will still be here and still probably generate a lot more money. And the first question I answered today was it might generate more money because people are more apt to spend when they feel they're being like, oh, I'm getting lots of great free stuff and I'm getting lots of earnable cosmetics. They might be more prone to spend money on cosmetics. Wheeler. Do you think that we could expect some Iron Banner changes? Maybe a return to the old Iron Banner rank system? There's no reason for me to have this expectation based off of this blog post. They didn't touch on it. Uh, back and bop. In regards to this week's TWAB, has anything alluded to yet Solstice ornaments or any other ornaments that are tied specific to gear? Oh, like stuff like, could we make that stuff transmogable? Yeah, I don't know. They didn't really indicate anything behind us. Only things in front of us is what it seemed like. Shadowfire. 
what role do you think weapon sunsetting played in removing legendary ornaments from the eververse or do you think those two are independent changes well this is a great question i didn't consider that yeah no this is mm, exotic ornaments then become a problem don't they i'm jumping ahead of myself because i'm not talking out loud i'm thinking and processing how this might work if they establish a standard that any purchased item can be used for forever and then the end game viability of the item being removed now is a form of that weapon not being transcendent enough to have an ornament then that would mean exotics can't be or can't be can't be uh, sunset which means if you're right Shadowfire, if it played a part in the decision when they start sunsetting exotics then exotic ornaments would be removed from Eververse I, I don't know we're speculating as if that would be a standard they would put into place um, they wouldn't want to sell legendary weapon skins when they get sunset no 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 I'm, I'm grappling with the logical process here the line of thinking is good and logical if they eventually set their sights on exotics then that standard would then mean they can't sell exotic ornaments either I doubt they sunset exotics oh believe me they will <laughs> oh they will <laughs> just prepare yourself for that firestorm tantrum on reddit when that happens exotics will be sunset just write that one down put that away in your safe deposit box we'll pull that out a year or two from now it's gonna happen traction distraction if they are making changes to bright dust uh should they need more items for purchase in the eververse store per week well, I mean, they're not necessarily going to just have a vacancy because of this. Oh, well, they're moving stuff out of the Eververse. Well, they'll probably fill those. They'll probably fill those. Yes. Exotics, mods, armor, literally everything will be on the chopping block at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I've said very many times, I'm not jumping back down this rabbit hole and debating people on sunsetting, but I would rather that my sleeper right now was a sunset exotic than a nerfed exotic. I think sunsetting is a better system than the one that we exist in now because exotics just end up getting nerfed anyway. I would rather I would rather exotics get sunset instead of nerfed. Because sunsetting just means I can't infuse it. I can still take it into a lot of different places and I can't do that with a nerfed exotic. JD Gamer. Lono, with a seasonal weapon coming out first, does the... St- that start next season or year four or oh, the seasonal weapon I believe starts in year four um, and do you think this could be a return to what pinnacle one pinnacle per season this might be their answer to no ritual weapons but it sounded like it was only going to be one one weapon that could be gotten from other from a, a variety of pursuits crucible or strikes um Razorback, what are your thoughts on the new proposed Bright Ingram economy? Do you agree with it not including current seasonal cosmetics in Bright Ingrams? And do you want to feel about the current proposed rate of drop rates? I don't have a strong opinion here. I really don't. I do not have a strong opinion here. I feel like they've done a really good job with the Bright Ingram. I've been getting items I didn't have before. I've been getting Bright Ingrams from my season pass, and I've been getting items that I don't have yet. I got a, I got a Sparrow the other day that I did not have yet. I was it was actually pretty exciting. I was like, oh wow, this thing's pretty cool. And I got I've gotten uh I got an ornament the other day that I hadn't gotten yet. I got an ornament the other day that I hadn't gotten yet. 
um, it was a um, I forget what it was. It was the it was for the Darcy. It was for the Darcy. And then, yeah, I got the Expedition. I got this from a Bright Ingram, the Expedition JT uh, Sparrow. Um, what else did I get recently? I thought I got something else. I think I got the Legacy at one point, but I already had it. But again, that would be good for somebody who didn't have it yet. Um, I got these a bunch the one season. Uh, Praxic Finery and another Inspired Idea Sparrows. That's great for somebody who hasn't been playing. So I think the bright engrams are fine. I don't think I don't have I have zero issue with the way that they've done the bright engrams. I, I really don't have any issue with it. They've been fine. Um, it's just a way, you know, it's a way for people that have taken, um, you know, people have taken breaks or haven't been playing for a while. I, I think in those cases, it actually is really really good. I think after one year of hand cannon playing, I think I have most earnable drifter stuff oh one hard of hardcore playing right 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 here's the thing if you have everything then what are you complaining about not you t-funk but like if you have all those items then what are you complaining about like if the bright dust is drop if the bright ingram is dropping stuff that for whatever reason the season or that or the time that it's pulling from you have most of all those items well then who cares like it's not designed for you then. It's designed for people that either missed them or wasn't or weren't playing. Uh, Xenox. Since Luke said beginning in, we will no longer be selling ships, ghost shells, sparrows, or armor ornaments that are based on themes and aspirational activities. Uh, then what will they sell in the Eververse? I mean, I've already answered this. They'll still sell items. They just won't sell items that are thematically tied and the examples we've already given today. The harpy shell, the sparrow, the lohite, the divinity and like the ship that came from the Crimson Keep. Do you think the Eververse changes are an indication of Bungie uh, being better off financially? And do you think that they would see it swing back the other way if they start needing additional revenue? Well, th- this is not, I, d- I do not think this is what this is. Like, hey, we're making great money. And then they overreact. And they're like, oh my gosh, we're not making enough money. And then they go back to, you know, go back on their promises. This to me feels like, acceptable changes that are not a threat to the Eververse, and in some respects, if done right, will funnel more people to the Eververse. I don't think this is like a reaction to like, yeah, we're making great money, let's just gut the Eververse. And then they start having a hard time, they're like, oh my gosh, we gotta put more stuff in the Eververse. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's this, I don't think it's this much of like an internal tug of war at the company. I really don't think so. Wolf Puppy. With the assumption that ornaments based off of a specific activity are going to be added to the specific activity's loot pools, do you think it would affect the drop rates of weapons that we chase for the activity? I actually don't know, since they'll be they'll be sharing uh, they'll, they'll be sharing a pool um, that might not be possible to adjust that but to me I think sometimes when they do this they do have the ability to say no and I a vanity item is dropping at its own rate and then a gun is dropping at its own rate it, you never want people to be going into content and being like oh thanks for the sparrow and then they don't get the then they don't get the gun that they want I don't I don't, I don't think that that would be the ideal situation. You don't want people feeling like, oh man, the only way I can get anything is to run this a thousand times and I'm just deleting sparrow after sparrow after sparrow. I would hope that they would have the loot pool set up in a way where you don't feel like, oh, thanks for adding vanity items, Bungie. Now the loot pool is harder to get what I want. I, I, I don't think that they would, uh, they would want to do that. 
I'm gonna laugh when we get a new engine before the end of the year. I would be totally fine with that. I'd be totally fine with that. It, if they do a whole new engine for this game, that'd be great. Do you want to know why I don't think that's likely? The amount of time that they could invest in, in porting this game over to a new engine? Why wouldn't you just start building the next game in the new engine? It would take you less time. It would take you less time. I'm not even a developer and I know that. It would be faster to just start from scratch in the new game and new engine than to port this gigantic monster of a game over to a new engine. It, it, it would take so much more time to put this into a new engine. I, I really don't think that that's going to happen. If it happens, like I said, if they pulled some kind of a magic trick, uh, you know, if someone ran into the room and were like, I solved it, I figured it out. (laughs) I don't know, dude. The assets are already there. Well, sure, but nothing is built around that. Everything, the matchmaking in Crucible, the public spaces, the strikes, the the way that we have damage registration. In the above video, it took three to five years to the new engine. Wait, what? You you mean to update? I know they upgraded. I know they updated Tiger at some point. If you're saying it took three to five years to put something into a new engine, that's what I'm saying. They would have needed to already know they were going to do this when D2 launched and been working on it this entire time. Wait, maybe that's... No, I was going to say, maybe that's why we're running into all these problems now. Is they're making changes in the game now for the new engine, and that's causing instability and error codes and all of that. I have, I don't know. You assume the new game is ready to be implemented? I don't assume anything. I never once said that. I said that if you're going to port this game over to a new engine, that's more work than building a new game in a new engine. They're working on a skeleton crew right now. I mean, Hobbit, that, oh, that's such a good point. Maybe the, maybe the fact that we have sensed they've been working on a skeleton crew is because they're doing what you're saying. Bringing it over to a new engine. I swear to Frick, if they pull that rabbit out of the hat and we get a new engine and dedicated servers in Destiny 2, I will be blown away. I will be literally blown away. That will be the biggest shocker of everything. That'll be more shocking than them breaking with Activision. That will be more shocking than them breaking with Activision if they pull that rabbit out of the hat. I will be absolutely flabbergasted if they pull that off. Freight Train. Regarding seasonal-themed content no longer being in the Eververse, wouldn't it be better to have content in both areas? That, That way people with money could skip the grind if they chose to. Wait, hang on. No, 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 Freight Train. I don't like this suggestion. I don't. So you're saying have it in both so people that want to skip the grind can buy it. No. Unlocking transmog is different. You've earned the item. You can now choose what you want to do with that item. Unlock transmog or pay for transmog. I'm fine with that. They they earned it. It's theirs. They can choose what they want to do with it. But if somebody goes and grinds content like the thing they did, they're doing in season 11 season 11 hey we took the eververse stuff and we put it into aspirational loop pursuit let's imagine we're right and somebody goes to grandmaster grind for a month and they get the full armor set and then some guy can just buy the full set with money absolutely not that's a terrible decision 
you don't want to do that that's pay to win no 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 that's pay to dress homie he's talking about ornamental stuff he's talking about he's talking about armor how you look that would not work no that'd be terrible you're you're completely dude oh it took me an entire month to get all these pieces i look so awesome i was grinding the grandmaster and somebody's like yeah dude i have that set too oh wow you you did yeah i bought it what no you can't do that allowing somebody to pay for 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 transmog is in another category than oh i bought that armor set that you grinded for you're wearing a whole raid set how'd you do that oh i bought it what the frick we had all this in D1, 30 still gaming said for years. Everyone should check out his podcast from last night. Totally brilliant. What do you mean we had all this in D1? What are you talking about? We didn't have transmog in D1. <laughs> the idea of transmog and ornamentation is brand new in Destiny 2. We, we didn't have any of that. Zur is selling blah, 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 blah. Five of Swords. Where is he? Where is he? I'm not gonna buy anything for my hunter. I was gonna buy um because this is this is a 49 Phoenix. I was gonna see if I can't. He's on everyone's saying Nessus. Some people are saying IO. Oh, it's Javelin? Is it Javelin Wheezy? I told you it'd be Javelin. I told you it'd be Javelin. Where's Radical? The clink beers. Um, yeah, next question. Nothing but air. From seeing these big changes to Eververse straight from Luke, do you think that this could be the beginning of us seeing a true direction Bungie wants to take the game company model? This year feels like a buffer year. I mean, this isn't much of a question. This is sort of, this is you saying something that we've been saying and I've been saying a lot lately. I'm not saying you got it from me, but it's not really a question. It's, yeah, this is the direction they want to take. And I've said for a while, I felt like this year was a get by year. It was a, this year was a, um, you know, a bridge, you know, it was a bridge. With some of the changes that we've heard about, do you think that, uh, what they will replace themed items with more things to buy with bright dust? Well, I don't really know. They didn't give us a clue as to what they're going to do, but I don't think they're going to just remove stuff from the Eververse and not put something in its place. Uh, are you at all worried that due to Bungie moving aspired vanity items uh, style items to be strictly from aspired content will give us a lot less vanity style content because they'll be splitting Eververse from aspired activities no really really, really very similar to the last question I don't think so I don't think they're going to just take everything from the Eververse and not give you anything awesome I would love a better Phoenix please dang it he gave me chromatic fire a 66 with no recovery screw you (laughs) screw you bro yeah selling the hard light again I told you that when he sold it they usually do that right before the nerf iron banner returns to the crucible enjoy increased valor all week long and nessus will be the flashpoint next week um, here we can go to the tower and watch the flags uh, again. That's always, well, maybe not fun, but <laughs> it's always entertaining. Uh, Major Glory. How should players who are okay with buying silver and play leisurely feel about having to engage with content at a pace they're uncomfortable with for vanity items? Guardians with disposable income, not disposable time. Um, 
I mean this as nicely as I can. I don't really give a frick. If Bungie wants to put dope stuff in the end game, suck it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, we can't have it both ways. Oh, but I'm a casual and I want to buy cool stuff from the Eververse. All right, now hang on just a dadgum second. No, no. We've been arguing for years that we want better stuff in the end game, better looking stuff in the end game, better guns in the end game. You're like, yeah, but I play casual and have disposable income. Okay, well, buy whatever the frick the Eververse is selling. They're still going to sell stuff. It, listen, if you think they're going to completely gut their store and not sell anything, you're freaking dreaming. If you have disposable income and you're a casual, believe me when I say this, you will be able to come in here and buy lots of stuff on a regular basis. No questions. There'll be plenty of stuff for you to buy and if you want to look cool. But no, if you can't get the really cool, awesome armor set or ornamental set because they throw it in the Grandmaster, I don't give a... I really don't give a frick at all. That's fine with me. I told people... Go back and watch. I told people, listen, if you don't want Bungie to put dope stuff in the end game because you don't think that's fair, then suck it up. It's coming. Luke Smith made that very clear in his most recent director's cut. They are going to refuel aspiration. If you want the coolest stuff, you better you better be prepared to go up and get it or you're not going to. That's exactly how it should be. Raids have had boring guns basically, honestly, since Taken King. Now, Wrath, they swung pretty hard at it, but it was the last raid of D1, so they kind of could afford to. They didn't have to, like, do something better a year later. Raids have had very, very basic, boring guns for the entire life of Destiny 2. If you don't like that, I I genuinely mean this to you. I I don't care. That's how the game should be. The, the, The only justification for going into Endgame is loot that's worth it. The carrot has to justify the journey and basically you're like okay but that carrot should be available everywhere well no you just invalidated the end game you just invalidated aspirational content because you think you should be able to walk into the tower and press a button to get awesome stuff i'm telling you that is going to change be ready if you don't like that i i you know i i guess don't play i don't know like that's coming that is coming they will no longer be letting you get basically the same awesome things that I can get and then but you can just go and get it from the tower or go and get it from the eververse or whatever like no your your gun shouldn't be equal to mine your your everything nothing no, your your stuff this thing is so cool looking your stuff should not be equal to mine that's just the case of the matter if I'm going into the end game and if you think that's elitist I don't care. <laughs> That's not elitist. That's basic loot pursuit structure. Hierarchy structure. The hierarchical structure in games like this, that's just how it goes. The higher up you go, the better the loot. That's that's, that's just how it's supposed to be. That's just how it's supposed to be. And I know people are like, but I buy the content. I should be able to get everything. Like, I don't know. We shouldn't be punished for playing the game more than others. What do you mean punished for playing more than others? 100% agree with you. Fed up with Bungie handing out things. People should have to grind for the cool stuff. You you don't get everything. You don't get adept weapons from trials if you don't go flawless. But that's not fair. 
are you five? Of course it's not fair. That's the way that it works. Actually, oh no, <laughs> actually, hang on a second. Let's hit the brakes. That actually is fair. That's like the definition of fair. You put in, you put in more, you get more. <laughs> like that, that actually is fair. Do you want to know what's not fair? The fact that you can get everything in the game without going into the end game for, for the most part you can get guns that are as good as guns from the raid and never go into the raid like actually according to the definition of fair better stuff should be in the harder content better stuff should be in the flawless chest that's actually the definition of fair <laughs> you see you don't get to even invoke the fair argument it's just an argument from entitlement. It's not even an, it's not even a logical argument. It's it's an illogical emotional entitlement argument that well I, I you shouldn't put the best stuff in a raid or a dungeon cuz I can't go and do that. Huh? I'm sorry. What? What did you just say? I was arguing against his point saying if you play the the game more, you shouldn't be punished for it, which is essentially what is happening right now. Well, I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. I'm not punished for playing more. I'm just not really rewarded for playing more. I'm not being rewarded um I'm not being rewarded for my time. Time in, you know, time in reward out. The guy that I the guy that I interviewed at E3 uh, from Nintendo that was talking about um one of the Nintendo games. He was like, you chew a little, you get a little. You chew a lot, you get a lot. And he was basically talking about the depth of the game and all the customization, all the ways you could fight and do different things in the combat. He was like, if you chew a little, you get a little. If you don't really dedicate the time to really practice and try new things and really get diverse in your combat and really explore all the dynamics, you're going to get very little out of the game. It's going to feel very one-dimensional and flat. He's like, but if you really dedicate your time, I think he was talking about Astral Chain. He's like, the more you put into it, the more you grind, the more you practice, the more you spice up your combat and explore the dynamics and the differences. He's like, you're going to get more out of the game. It's a similar idea. We literally get nothing from Grandmaster Nightfall because of entitled casuals. I can't wait for the Reddit crybabies when they take that Eververse armor set next month and put it in Grandmaster Nightfalls. I'm going to drink their tears like tea or coffee in the morning. It's going to taste so sweet. Ugh. Mm. It'll be like sitting by a warm fire with a good book and a cup of hot cocoa. I'm going to drink their tears. <laughs> this is what we've been missing for the longest time you have to put dope stuff in the end game or there's no reason to go and do it like <laughs> you know there's no reason what gun are you gonna grind for in the raid what are you gonna get out of the grandmaster nightfall it just it, th- this has been a problem for a while and that's why i loved that as soon as we got to a stable place in year three, Luke Smith is like, we have not been doing a good job at this. Aspirational loot has been lacking. Doubled down again in this blog post and said, we have not been doing a good job giving you good armor pursuit. Thank you. Yes, this is exactly right. And if you come to the game in September and you're going to moan and whine and be like, well, that's such a cool armor set, but I don't want to do Grandmaster Nightfalls or that gun's awesome and it's in the raid or that adept weapon's cool and it's in trials. I I literally don't even want to hand you a Kleenex. I just want to tell you to leave. Like, get out of here. That's how the game should be structured. 
That's how it was structured in, in, in one of its best forms. Fatebringer, right? Forever 29 kind of sucked, but Fatebringer, Vision of Confluence, the, Ves- the Vex Mythoclast, like, come on. That that was the golden age. People talk about Age of, Triumph being, age of Triumph being the golden age of Destiny. No, Vault of Glass was the golden age of Destiny because at least the loot hierarchy was in position. Uh, Jumpman Jr. just gifted five subs to the community. Reliant with two months, Red with two months, and Dark Ruler Wiz with six months. Thank you for all those resubs. Gifted subs for the tears. <laughs> Reddit. Delete the Eververse. No buying gear. Also Reddit. Don't put items in the endgame content. Just put them in the Eververse so I don't have to earn it. Right? <laughs> now, I want to be fair to Major Glory's question. Major Glory is not arguing from entitlement, but again, it's smacking it at a bad, bad outlook on the game. I'm a casual with disposable income. I would like to be able to buy cool things to look cool. Okay, yeah, no problem. There will be plenty of things in the Eververse for you. Trust, trust me. There will be plenty of dope things for you to buy in the Eververse. Bungie is not going to gut a a major revenue stream for themselves. Are they making adjustments? Sure, but they're not going to completely gut it. You know, they're not going to gut it. I want to be I want to be fair to Major Glory. He's not saying that we they shouldn't put adept weapons in the trials chest or whatever, but this is very this is a hop skip and a jump away from a very very un, unhelpful mindset that a lot of people take on. Gaming for years with 26 months and Lord Flack Flack of uh Flackavelli uh uh thank you for gifting five subs to the community. So, I I do want to be fair to Major Glory. I went off on a bit of a tangent and a rant here. I don't have him in mind. I don't have them in mind, but I do I do think that this is very, very close to what a lot of people argue about the best stuff not being, you know, available for everybody. Uh, phase shift. Do we think old ornaments will be back in the store now that the season stuff will be gone? I'm dying for transversive steps. Oh, the transversive steps ornament? Yeah, I don't know. I would love for them, I would love, I would love for them to give me um, the I want the worm husk ornament. Your uh, voice, Gasm. Thank you. I know people really enjoy um, my voice. The, uh, I want the I want the worm husk one big time because I love the way that it looks, and I don't know why you would. I would buy it right now. Like, why not let me buy it? <laughs> I would buy it right now. <laughs> you know, I would I would go in and buy the silver. I have some silver. I would go in and buy it right now. I wouldn't even hesitate. You could make money off me at this moment. If that thing was available. <laughs> yeah, the thorn ornament. I probably would have bought the thorn ornament. Yeah, exactly. Out about the worm husk ornament, out about the thorn ornament. I don't know. Now maybe they don't do it because of the you know, they, they don't want to bloat that menu. They don't want to make it look like they're just selling tons of stuff. Maybe they're being cautious about that. There are tons of ornaments uh, in the game, but Forcado. In regards to the bright engrams changes, do you think that there should be an easier or more straightforward way to get them aside from sporadically in the season's past? Well, okay, so sporadically is is you're you're just using a word that sounds cool. That's not accurate. <laughs> it's not sporadic, it's rhythmic. Uh, it's it's every every so many levels. <laughs> it's not sporadic at all. <laughs> it's it's rhythmic, and I think it's totally fine. 
Um, it, it it doesn't need to be something that we like go pursue or do a bounty for. We we get them even when you're done. You get them. I just got one a little bit ago, and I'm at 149. Like every so many, what is every five? I think every five. I think it's every five. Yeah, it's just rhythmic. It's totally fine. It's the opposite of sporadic. Um, <laughs> it literally just drops uh every 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 five. I wish I could find the Lono Doom ASMR clip. Oh yeah, that was good. I would have thought you had that bookmark, Chelsea. <laughs> Giggy. Maddie Norms. Do you think that they should also introduce challenges to obtain certain ornaments? I don't know if they're gonna do that. I don't I don't dislike this suggestion. I don't dislike the suggestion. Because they are gonna remove legendary ornaments. Now if you're talking about the exotic ones, mm, I don't know. I think that's gonna be one of the things they still continue to want to sell, because they, they probably make good money off of them. Uh the Leho. Do you think this decrease of monetized items is a result of Bungie being more confident financially? I've already answered this question. I don't think that that's really, really part of it. Um, I could see that playing a part, them being like, we, we can afford to skim some off here, but I don't think that's the primary thing going on. So. No more split screen. I know a lot of people have been coming here on Friday and Monday night, Monday, Friday and Monday afternoons asking for split screen. Uh, split screen is not a destiny piece of content. So I am, I, I already covered on split screen, a Fortnite charity, uh, tournament. And I've been playing Valorant in the afternoons to improve so I can cast it, uh, better. And I've been having a great time. I had a really great day yesterday. I was playing really well. Um, some pretty good improvement, but I do not want to cover trials right now. Uh, cause it's terrible. Um, I will, I'm not going to cover a, um, a, a cheating escapade. There's too many people encountering cheaters. Uh, Lumi encountered like 36 or something over the weekend. The vibe and the attitude around trials right now is terrible. And split screen is a, a highly produced, high quality value entertainment segment that is not going to be sullied by what I would consider to be right now uh, a literal garbage can fire. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I love Bungie and I love Destiny and I love Trials. I love playing it. I love casting it, but I'm not going to I'm not going to cover it with the cheaters everywhere. People are having fun on Javelin though. I I I genuinely will not cover it until I think that the cheating has subsided. I I um I have too much respect for what I've built and the time investment and the money I've spent to build a show to to cover to cover what the current state of Trials. So uh, do you think people overreact to the word silver? We're in an MMO. We don't play pay a subscription model for. I yeah. I, I, this is this. I don't think this is a question I want to spend any time on. Uh, a lost recon with the Eververse changes. Do you think Bungie would start losing money? We've already asked that question. Big Chewy Gaming with the recent Eververse changes that Bungie have outlined. Do you see any negatives from the changes that could occur? Dip in profitability. We've. I think we've kind of already addressed this question in various ways. I my Cliff's notes is. I actually think this is going to lead more people to maybe even look at the Eververse and spent money. I, I do. Um, so, Wheezy. With the Eververse items no longer looking like they are pulled from the season activities, do you foresee off-the-wall fun designs coming from the Eververse? Uh, yeah. I mean, the one season, I, I think one of my, one of the Eververse items I think that I liked the most was the ones that I bought for my Titan, the... Um, the lion arms that was one of my favorites i thought that was awesome and then i bought the the helmet with bright dust i bought the hunter helmet from this season uh and the arms and the jacket i might have bought the full thing um i loved it i thought it was so cool looking Mm, so 
Because I, I would say those were maybe not off the wall. I wouldn't say off the wall. But I definitely feel like this one in particular for the Warlock is... Eh, I mean, this is very this is very stylish, you know, New York runway fashion show. This doesn't feel super Destiny. Um, so I could definitely see somebody saying, like, this was maybe a little bit more off the wall. Now, if you're thinking really crazy, like unicorns and just all kind of wild stuff... Um, oh my gosh. Um, I don't think I ever saw this one. Diadem of Deceit. That, uh, that is just nuts looking. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I don't even know if this one would be considered, um, thematic. This looks thematic. This looks very, uh, Crimson Keep. Um, so does that mean they wouldn't sell it? This would be earnable? I don't know. D Flawless. Do you like the idea of one pinnacle for the season that can be earned by an activity versus a pinnacle ritual weapon earned for specific? Is this a satisfactory compromise to the pinnacle weapon problem? This will probably be the introduction or almost a reintroduction of pinnacle. Um, because with sun setting in place, they can probably do that again. So, um, and is this a good compromise? I mean, obviously, I would like it to be more than one but I think this is a really good start because conceivably you could say hey that weapon's pretty awesome it's good everywhere imagine it's it's you know tantamount to the recluse the recluse was good everywhere um and if I could earn it outside of PvP I would have been pretty excited about that so I would say it's probably a pretty good win for the community and Oh man, Bungie's really smart. This is such a smart pivot. Think about this for just a second. This is this is good use of capital, okay? So when they're advertising a new season, and they'll let, let's let's call the new gun the Bonebreaker, and they show a trailer for the Bonebreaker, and it's this nutso shotgun, okay, that has an alternate melee attack. So you can shoot and then spin it around and crack them with it, right? That's why it's called the Bonebreaker maybe it looks like it's going to be good in PvP for some reason. I don't know why. Let's imagine that that would be good in PvP. Probably wouldn't be. If if an awesome weapon is put on display and everyone looks at the marketing and says, wow, that gun looks awesome, it has way more marketing punch when both PvE and PvP players are like, I can go and get that. It has less marketing punch if they're like, come get the bone breaker. You gotta grind strikes to get it. And all the crucible guys are like, oh man, are you freaking serious? Come on. I don't wanna do Oh man, come get the bone breaker. It's a really good shotgun. You know, high range, big clip, melee, blah blah blah. Gotta grind out the crucible to get it. And people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. You get way more marketing power from the capital if they make something awesome and you can and you can get it in either in either hopper, either the PVE or the Crucible hopper. It's actually a really really smart pivot. I think it's a really really smart choice um, to do that. So, in in what is this? Oh, that's for the. Do I I own this? Oh my gosh, I got that for the fourth. I I don't remember buying that for the fourth horseman. Um, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's got the little Siva things on it. Ooh. Got like something moving back there. Oh, you can probably see that one here using it. Oh, that's nice. English oat cake. 
Without increasing development bandwidth, do you think that instead of more items being in dropped loot, it just means that the style of the Eververse items changed to not be systematic? It's probably a mixture of both, right? It's probably a mixture of both. Default says Eververse need a name change facelift to get the bad taste out of people's mouths. A lot of the changes being made are good, but may not be appreciated simply because it's being attached to Eververse. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is that going to do much for us to call it something else? You know, people are going to be like, it's still the Eververse. I I think that might honestly smack of like a, they're trying to make us forget that this is the Eververse. That, That might actually create more ill will than win goodwill. I would say take it and make it better than it is yeah call it the better verse (laughs) um and then people can say man i'm so glad they listened to us we were so angry about the eververse and how there were you know because this cosmetic is for the awestringer and that's exactly like the ornament for the heir apparent i don't know why they did that i mean i don't know they just did it so but to me it's like i would rather improve it so then people are like Think about the marketing that comes from that. Bungie making significant changes and improvements to Eververse. Well, th- people are going to click on that, right? If you want people to really get behind these improvements and changes and really like s- believe like their voice matters and their input matters, you don't change the name of it. Bungie makes changes to their store. What do you mean their store? What are you talking about? Are you talking about their where I buy t-shirts? Or are you talking about the Eververse? What are you talking... It's better for clarity's sake just to be like, no, they're making improvements to... to the Eververse. Hockey Dan. Bungie said that we would have a new way to earn Bright Dust, but have not specified how. What do you think the best way to go about uh, earning Bright Dust? I, I don't actually have a preference here. So, Dan, I'm going to skip because... I, they haven't outlined it. Let me interact with the details once the details come out. I think that's fair. Um, the spy who swags. With the changes to the Eververse, do your thoughts on the Eververse loot not taking from the loot pool in the game? We talked about this earlier. I, I I would not want that to be the case. If I'm grinding for the spare rations, I don't want to get like um a, a, an exotic sparrow or ghost for the ninth time knowing that that interferes with the loot pool. Does that make sense? So, the Ostringer ornaments fire. It's really, really nice. It looks just like the Air Apparent ornament. Um, they did that on purpose. Where's the Air Apparent ornament? Is it up here? I don't know how you I don't know how you get these to click over. Um, I guess you just have to wait. <laughs> we might have to wait for it to slide. That's kind of weird. Maybe you have to use the 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 There you go. Yeah, can we get to the Air Apparent? Oh, it's right here. Yeah. The little exhaust holes on the side here and the white and the gold, they made the Ostringer ornament look like this for some reason. Regal deterrent. Maybe it's, maybe it's supposed to feel callous-themed because of the Ostringer coming from um, Menagerie. Lord of Time. How long after Next Gen arrives should they drop Last Gen support? That is not something that they can just do haphazardly. They have to do that based upon saturation so when they did it with rise of iron only about 10 percent of the community was on um was on the old gen so oh is it supposed to be cabal themed well you know cabal callus yeah i guess that makes sense uh sneaky turtle 
Bungie said they will no longer be selling legendary weapon ornaments. Do you think this is because of sunsetting? We already had this question. Uh, will the focus being on giving solo players more bright dust, do you think three character players will net less than before? Well, um, oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're being sneaky with their wording. They might, I don't know if they're being sneaky, but they might be being sneaky with their wording. Like, solo players can get more, but the rest of us are going to get less that use all three characters. And subsequently, then you're going to be, you know, less empowered to buy what you want. I don't know. I mean, I want to read it. I want to read it now and see, like, how exactly they phrase the whole, the whole element of it. Um, we are making it easier for you to earn bright dust. We are moving away from character specific ways to earn bright dust and more toward account specific paths. This change is geared toward giving one character players significantly more bright dust than they earn today. Um, yeah, I mean, it does sound like they're bolstering their statement that, you know, we're, we're giving you... Um, we're giving you it's easier to earn bright dust but then how are they doing that and then the specifics they give us is oh we're doing it with um, mainly for solo players I, I guess my my feedback to people being frustrated about that might be they've they're gonna they're gonna take items out of the eververse and make them earnable and if you have to focus less on earning bright dust I don't know because you got to do you got to do so much on all three characters it almost feels like you're it I don't know I don't know how I land on this we'll have to wait and see if they were sneaky and people that were really dedicated to earning lots of bright dust every week end up getting less that might be a legitimate criticism now Bungie might push back and be like well you shouldn't need as much we pulled a lot of the items out of the Eververse and put them in the game to be earned naturally and that to me would probably be a fair piece of feedback if they said that I, you know what I mean like we feel like it's a fair compromise you don't need as much now because more items are you know in the in the main in the main game Xbox tough guy with five months uh, work and lurf since the kingfall carries your dedication is admirable you've made listening to other streamers very difficult keep it up thank you yeah um, you're gonna have a hard time finding somebody that talks as much as me now you might like or hate that but uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's hard to find somebody that doesn't, uh, that never shuts up. I'm a rare breed. B. Nizzle. Besides years, are they alluding to seasons or season passes continuing into all the years to come or just release one per year? No, 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 no. I didn't get any indication from this TWAB that they're moving away from seasonal content. If anything, it's, it's, they're making it clear like that's the structure going forward. Duke of York. Why do you think Microsoft is partnering with Bungie? What is the incentive for Microsoft with no more exclusives? Because Microsoft can make a ton of money off of Destiny. And Phil Spencer loves Destiny. And games that you can play anywhere with a micro store could be really, really lucrative for Bungie and Microsoft. Because this is, this is that kind of game. This is the kind of game that would work really, really well with, with Microsoft's really big push of Play Anywhere. xCloud, ser- their, their server systems. Uh, 
I don't know. It just feels like a nice fit. I Yeah, people are like, what are you talking about? I think in the background that Bungie and Microsoft are working together. I just do. I think something's coming. So... Daddy's in a new engine, I think. I think Microsoft is helping them, and I think that they could become their new development partner the way that Vicarious Visions was. So... It's a hunch somewhat backed by a tweet from Phil Spencer where he said he was really excited to work on one of his favorite franchises with one of his favorite developers. That phrasing is just... That is not haphazard. I don't I don't think that that's haphazard. I think something is going on. Tone Bone. With the new Eververse update, does that mean, for example, the new Recluse ornament won't be sold for silver but will drop in the open world? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go back and retroactively say all legendary ornaments. This is that. Oh, this would be really smart. This would be really smart. This would be a really, really good way to bolster some of the seasons. You say, hey, next season, Recluse ornament and the Dust Rock Blues ornament are now dropping in the strike playlist or now blah, 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 blah. They could get some capital out of those, those legendary ornaments um, because they, they don't need to suddenly give them to us. There are people that bought them. Um, and if they're like dropping in the world randomly, then you couldn't complain about that because old Eververse items drop from Bright Ingrams randomly too. So that to me would be a fair, like you don't want to invalidate the purchase somebody made, but I got the Darcy ornament and some Sparrow from a while ago. Did that invalidate somebody's purchase? No. Um, don't forget a Microsoft employee on stream had a ghost and she tweeted at Bungie after the event. Well, I don't know if she's an employee. Isn't she one of the hosts that they use? Um, safe, uh, safe man. Do you think Bungie's working on a new game in recent seasons has been worse than before? Um, oh, is the in recent seasons is the reason? I, I honestly don't know. Luca, Lucas Plenty. Do you think the Eververse should have been just removed from the game? Uh, or these were good enough changes. <laughs> Come on, dude. No, they can't remove it. It's a micro spending store. It generates revenue from them. It covers costs. It literally is paid for content. Um, this is such a false dichotomy. They don't have a choice between removing it entirely or improving it. Improving it makes more sense. I'm not saying casuals don't matter. I'm saying that they shouldn't be the majority voice that Bungie is listening to. I don't get why this is so hard to understand. Well, it's not hard to understand. It's just a really bad position to take. There are way more casuals than hardcores. So their voice, in some respects, they do have a majority voice by sheer quantity alone. By sheer quantity alone, casuals have a bigger voice in the game. Why do you think when Bungie structured their strategy around surviving, breaking off from Activision, that they didn't focus on hardcore players? Hardcore players make up 10% of the community roughly. Roughly 10% of the community regularly engages with raids and a, a, a smaller, a, a small portion of the community also regularly engages with and goes flawless in trials. They are a minority. So they're never going to have a majority voice. That doesn't mean they don't matter. Hardcore certainly matter and Luke Smith's trying to talk to them when he talks about refueling aspiration. Like, the in, in that realm, casuals matter a massive, massive amount. You look at most of this game, and most... Think about the, the sheer size of Destiny. Measure the size of it, okay? The planets, the, all those spaces, all those public events, the lost sectors. 
then measure the size of all the strikes okay I'm saying sheer size areas you can go enemies you can shoot things you can do casuals don't just make up the vast majority of the player base that's the that's the vast majority of the game they matter but it doesn't seem to me that the design and size of destiny is made for casual gaming it just (laughs) you couldn't be more wrong you couldn't be more wrong the sheer size of this game most of the player base lives in the public space do you really want to start to compare all these planets to to how many raids and dungeons are in the game do you really want to do that you're going to you're going to look you're going to lose really really quickly most of this game is casual that's what i've been saying for an hour yeah you've been going back and forth with people in chat for a while and i've just kind of stayed out of it but dad's kind of getting turning around and looking in the back of the car right now you are wrong homie most of this game is casual you have raids and a couple of dungeons and that's it and they just added grandmaster nightfalls we're five years into the franchise, and most of the content they add is casual. They have literally said when they add campaigns, they make them easy because they want everybody to experience the story. <laughs> it's, it's a casual game. It's a casual game with folks that can play at hardcore levels. Like, there, there, certainly, there certainly is hardcore thresholds that many of us hit that in some respects that's what makes destiny so dadgum unique it's such a unique game it's so casual you can play like such a dumb dumb and and then you can play super hardcore and speed run and run raids and and go into trials and try to go flawless it 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 genuinely it genuinely is way more casual than hard than it's ever been ever been hardcore so yeah, we don't need to name call or be nasty. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I've seen anything he's said. Uh, he, yeah, I'm not seeing any evidence that he was being smarmy or rude. It sounds like he was being maybe a little stubborn, but I don't see him being disrespectful. So everybody needs to chill. Um, so if that's modding to you. No need to mod when you aren't a mod either. Yeah, we you don't we don't need help. The mods are handling it. Uh, melodic gamer, do you think Bungie may have taken some of the Eververse items and placed them exclusively into dungeons? I no, we've already theorized where we think they're going. We think they're going into the uh, the Grandmaster uh, Nightfalls. So thanks, Mama. A year ago. I could and did earn everything in the Eververse through earned bright ingrams. The opulence changes made it much harder, if not impossible, to earn everything. Is there anything bad like that we need to be, might be missing with the new changes? You don't need to be able to earn everything from the micro-spending store because that kind of invalidates the, the reason to even have a micro-spending store. Um, there... They experimented with the prismatic matrix and all that stuff, and it just was ludicrous. Like all you had to do was like play and get stuff. Like like I, you never you never went a season without getting everything. It was silly. Also, when you're that generous, it it's a double edged sword. Okay, when you're that generous with your with your with your uh, your cosmetic items, guess what you end up having to do? Go back here and look at these seasons. Look at how many ghosts and sparrows they have to make. And I know people are going to be like, well, a lot of them are reskins. Still, somebody is making all this stuff. 
it creates a larger focus on the actual Eververse. Because they're being so dadgum generous, look how many freaking ghosts they were making back then. That's just ghosts. Now look at it. It's just a small slice, right? Now there's more this season because there's three extra because of the because uh, of Guardian games. But in general, I think that back then, like, look at how many they had to make. And again, you're going to look, well, they're reskins. But again, th- these are still items that had to be made and skinned and debugged to make sure like they didn't look like stupid or glitchy or whatever. They have to make sure that they look right. They st- and the reason they had to do this is because they were so generous. So when you go back to that level of generosity where like you got everything, well, yeah, sure. How much of it was throwaway reskin and then they have to require somebody to make more items because they're being that generous. So you're like, oh, we should go back to then. And it's like, but if they go back to then, they have to make more items and they have to make most of them reskins. Like you're, we don't need that. I don't think that's helpful. And man, the flags have already gone uh, for Titans. So I, I think the system they're they're leaning towards, everything I read in the TWAB is right down the line of what people ask for. If people want to come back and do this weird, like, goalpost moving, where they're like, well, yeah, Bungie did basically, literally, everything we asked, practically verbatim, but I should still be able to earn everything. I am sorry, but just shut the frick up. Like, I can't take that anymore. I can't. Like... They literally almost verbatim are giving us the things that we have asked for in the Eververse. Anybody getting out that axe and grinding it like, we should be able to earn everything. Like, I just don't. These are the people I don't even listen to anymore. You're just a whiner. You're not adding to the conversation. You're not making suggestions for quality of life improvements. You're just a whiner. Like, I don't listen to people like that anymore. They, they say stuff to me on my Twitter, I just block them. They get all smarmy and negative and bing, bing, bing. I don't want to listen to you. Who would want to listen to that? Like, you're never happy. Everything always sucks. It doesn't matter how many improvements they make. They're money-hungry, selfish, greedy scumbags. Like, that's Bungie, no matter how many changes they make to the Eververse. Like, they literally have done e- virtually everything we've asked for in the Eververse they have done. If, if we if we get to September and I'm still hearing from people like that I, I legit like they don't exist to me you're irrelevant like you're you're not even satisfiable you're just a constant in the equation you're not even you're not even like a variable to interact with you're just a constant just wine 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 fine like I you know like I I really don't care anymore to, to interact with that that subset of the community because a lot of the times I don't even know if they play the dadgum game they just know they can get on dealing you know, hyperbolic, exaggerated platitudes about how the game should be and what Bungie should do, and they probably don't even play the freaking game. Like, lawful dreams. So with Bungie taking away weapon ornaments from the Eververse, what do you think is going to be adding them back? Yeah, we already addressed that. I don't know when they might consider adding them or whatever. Um, If any of you guys are CS engineers, you can understand what I and the devs are saying. Check this video. Warning, computer science IT requirement to be understand. Good luck. What are you you adding to uh, G4 Luffy? What are you saying they could or couldn't add this game into a new engine? Karma. With Eververse changes matching the community's suggestions, would you welcome the idea that Bungie might have stable income behind the scenes? Partnering with Microsoft might support this theory too. I mean, I love where your head's at because it's in line with something that I want to have happen and I think might be happening. I mean, maybe. You know, maybe. I would I would just worry about 
we don't want to say when they make good improvements to the Eververse, it's because they don't need our money. I'm worried about that becoming like a narrative. I don't think that's a good narrative. Well, well, Bungie can finally afford to listen to us and do good quality of life improvements because they're making good money. I think they're doing it because they feel like it's the right call. I don't necessarily think that they're like, oh no, we're doing this now because we, 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 you know, we can make good money or we're making good money. So... It does seem like the everything in the game is casual when it takes 100 of hours to complete everything. Letterbox Brigade, no one has said that. See, now you're doing the stra- the fallacy of the straw man. You're 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 summarizing people's positions falsely, which is an underhanded and kind of nasty way to argue. Like you're being respectful, but that's just an underhanded way to argue. No one has said everything in the game is casual. They have said most of the game is casual. The majority, go back to your original statement, that casual should not be a majority voice. And I pushed back and said they make them a majority of the player base and a majority of the game is casual. So either engage with what I'm saying and what other people are saying or put the axe down and stop. Like You're not having a conversation anymore. You're just falsely summarizing what folks have said. Bane Legion Killer. Is the Bright Dust currency starting to become redundant since with the constant being re- uh, the content being removed to the core game, Bungie making them seem like the content's desirable? Is the Bright Dust currency starting to become redundant since with the content being moved to the core game and Bungie... This, that's a bad, it's just a bad question. I can't tell what you're getting at. If the seasonal ornaments won't be in the Eververse anymore, could we see old sets come back for Bright Dust? no 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 I would say the opposite if they do this transmog system you wouldn't need old sets to be sold in the Eververse you could go earn them and then unlock transmog now I don't know if Bungie's gonna do that oh hey you can go get the Leviathan set and then there's challenges on there to unlock transmog for Leviathan armor I don't know if they're gonna do that so uh I have 2,200 hours in D2 and dislike everything about the Eververse. I feel like I can recognize and celebrate the most recent changes to the Eververse because it means that the Eververse will be less impactful to me as a player. It does mean that I have to be okay with stuff still existing behind the paywall. Yeah, yeah. You just... This is the way games like this are going to run if you don't want a subscription fee. And I feel like Bungie has done a better job than any other company giving people what they want and being more tasteful and respectful. Um, do you think that they are not relying on Eververse as much going forward and they are already focused? Yeah, this is a question we already had. Debauchery. In the TWAB, it said that the ornaments are visually themed from aspirational content would be no longer in the Eververse. That being said, what would be okay to keep as themes for the Eververse? Just random items, like the ones we had that were like lions and stuff. The, the Eververse sets this season are not thematic. They don't go with anything. They just look cool. The hunter looked like a like he was in a biker gang. The warlock looked like he was ready to go down the, the runway in New York. And the titan looked like he got dressed in the dark like they they had no there were no thematic themes at all with the, with the game as far as I could tell I just keep making dope stuff like that uh, Martian police how likely do you think the console is getting 60 FPS and the player base will take a hit uh, player base on PC will take a hit if Bungie can't get the cheating under under wraps because I think that the console will hit 60 maybe 120 at, uh, at 1080 Wheezy thinks it's going to be 120 1080 64k I think it's going to be a flat 60 just for consistency and stability. We'll see who ends up being right. If Wheezy's wrong, 
Um, he has to change his name to All Teeny instead of All Wheezy. And if I'm wrong, then I'll gift a sub or something. So I think that's fair. I think that's fair trade. <laughs> uh, Iron Chef says. Uh, so with the new changes to Eververse and putting new vanity in activities, what are your concerns with the new systems? Potential the problems with the per- to be perceived as an anti as anti consumer. I don't think any if, if anybody ever perceives this as anti consumer, then they're just being that's just a delusional person. Like that's just delusional. You're being delusional. There's nothing about this is anti consumer. You know what I mean? Change my name to say yes to rage. Sometimes I wish I would have named myself that. They said that they bring future Eververse items into new aspirational activities. What do you think they will do for core activities with Eververse items? I don't know. There's no way for me to know. Again, you guys are you guys are late submitting super generic questions. We I we literally had a conversation with you, Sammy, about this. Like, I have no idea. It's just super generic. Like, I don't know. What are they going to do for core activities with Eververse items? I, I don't know. I have no idea what they could possibly do. That's just so that's super, super generic. There's no way for me to know what they're going to do. I only know what they said, that they're going to be putting more vanity items in core activities and aspirational activities. That's all I know. Like, that's all they said. Uh, how do you feel the transmog potentially costing silver? I already had that question. I'm fine with it. You're basically purchasing an ornament and you don't have to. You can earn it. If we are getting vanity exotic accessories from aspirational activities and raids especially, does that mean we aren't getting exotic weapons? No, that's not, that's that's a non sequitur that does not follow. Putting exotic accessories in raid does not necessitate not giving us an exotic weapon. That doesn't, those aren't connected. Bird bro. Do you think the Eververse changes may end up costing us on the other end, as in seasons could go up in price? Ah. Extra context. They are removing certain items and adding transmog. This will still a business and revenue maybe recoup somehow. Transmog could still result in revenue, because you have to pay to unlock it or work to unlock it. Um So yeah. I I'm not concerned, man. I really am not. I don't see them doing this and being like, oh frick, we're making less money. Now seasons are fifteen dollars. I really don't think so. Like I said, I I think you're going to you're going to see potentially an increase in revenue here cuz if people feel like they can earn cosmetics, they're little less likely to just stiff arm the cosmetic store out of the gate. They might be like, this is kind of fun unlocking these cosmetics. Well, there's some good ones in there too. Hmm, I might buy some. You know what I'm saying? You're 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 almost gearing their mind to think about cosmetics being a part of what they do, you know? Uh, the Buck DeLorean do what would, would it be better for the bright dust economy if they reverted the ingram changes and getting dust from dismantling items from ingrams it's it's hard for me to interact with this because i don't know how much they would give you and why I, I think the bright dust economy is 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 generally okay i don't think they need to go crazy here uh, i missed rochi's four months sub and 11 months from miami yayo um Gray, Gray called. In terms of next gen, I just watched your Q&A yesterday and there were speculations of Microsoft partnering with Bungie. Don't you think this is unlikely as they split with Microsoft back in 2008 due to similar issues they had with Activision? No, this is false and not true. They broke off from Microsoft because Microsoft wanted them to make another Halo. 
They did not break with Microsoft because of uh, untenable deadlines or not being able to make the game that they wanted. That's not. This is this is a bit of a misrepresentation. And Microsoft and Bungie get along very well now, publicly at the very least. And Phil Spencer loves Destiny. So number one, I don't think you got the reasoning right. And number two, I think things have changed significantly. Uh, over the past couple of years. SS Mental with nine months, thank you. Serial Kira. Could the shared geometry on the armor coming from the core activities be like a base and then add more looks via ornaments, Eververse, Transmog? Well, okay, first of all, yes, you can change the way something looks with ornaments or Transmog, so I'm not really sure why you're including that. That's a given right now. You can ornament anything. Um, this is a weird question. Um, <laughs> you can do that now, homie. Like, you can literally get something. You can get an armor set from Vanguard, and if you think it's boring, but it has good stats, you can transmog, you can ornament it with the Eververse or the items and the ornaments you get from the season. I don't feel like your question... I'm not tracking with what you're trying to get at here. The, the, I don't think they're doing it because then they'll be like, oh, well, you can transmog, you can ornament. You can literally... You can't ornament everything... What are you talking about? Every legendary piece of armor that drops can be ornamented. What what do you mean? He means like the seasonal and season pass armor. It first looks bland and then the second adds to it. You can't ornament gambit armor. What is it too old to be ornamented? Do you mean like if it's if it drops now it can be, right? If I get if I get gambit armor now to drop in the game, I can't ornament it? Oh, you can't ornament the Gambit Prime stuff? Well, but it's because they don't want you to hide what you're you're wearing because of the stat bonuses that you get. Oh my gosh. Anyway, if... I don't think they would do that. If that's what they were getting at, like, if you get the Vanguard armor and then they sell in the Eververse ornaments to enhance it, I don't think they would do that. That would grate against what they were saying. The idea that like, oh, they're going to sell ornaments to complement the Vanguard armor. That would go against the spirit of everything he said in the TWAB. Just a catch. With your Boulder versus Pebble comment, do you think that we could see something like Shadow keeps huge content spread across the first two seasons, or Deal Nightfalls one season and hunts the next? This is what I was getting at with why Trials might not get an injection of new until the 13th season, which would be the winter season, to give less of a Boulder, Pebble, 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 Pebble. That's how it feels right now. The expansion feels like a Boulder, and then the seasons feel like Pebbles. If they could shrink the expansion to feel less like a boulder and then the seasons could glean from that a little bit so they're more like rocks they're building more of like a stable wall with rocks of similar size instead of trying to build a wall with a boulder and then like pebbles along the side is the reason were previous pvp numbers inflated because of long ritual quests uh forcing pve players into crucible for its overall health I don't know. We would have to have Bungie tell us that. I don't think the Komodo was juicing the numbers because Komodo was very quick for lots of folks. I mean, you may be right. I mean, that 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 could be adding to some of the deficit. Not all of it, but it could be adding to some of it. Mr. Clean. Will Bungie continue to offer the increased sources of pinnacle drops at the beginning of the new season? They haven't said. Saint-14. Do you think Transmog could work with exotic armor, or would that be too far? It would be too far. Exotic armor and exotic guns will likely continue to be ornamentable, but you're not going to want to change what they look like. Um, 
I don't I don't I think that grates against the spirit of exotics in Destiny. The ornamentation I think is enough, but I think I think transmog would be odd. Oh man, I made my skull the Dire Ahamkara look like a tangled shore helmet. Like why? You know what I mean? Scoots Magoots. While the transmog system will be adding a great grind to the game, do you think that they should have added targeted armor grinds through vendors instead? Well, they said they're adding armor pursuits, so you're 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 missing the 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 full story. There is armor pursuits being added. They said they haven't done a good job with that. Now the armor being added to Crucible and Vanguard, we don't know how you're going to grind for it, so that that remains to be seen. Lord Flacavelli, do you think Bungie Community Summits will ever happen again, or do you think that they learned their lesson with taking too much feedback from streamers? Um, I, uh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to stop doing them. They did them as recently as December. Like, brought people out for feedback. They brought out Lupo and Craft- Crafty for Trials feedback. Lupo played so much Trials, man. It was, uh, it was good. Um, the... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's good things to be gleaned from summits and uh, capture events. I think they get good feedback from those. I think maybe they're now a little bit more prone to filter out oh, that's a hyper-hardcore piece of feedback, right? That's like a hyper-hardcore piece of feedback. It, it, like, it's great. I'll give you an example. I love Slayer Rage. I think Cody's great. And if Cody were to go to a summit and provide really, really hyper hardcore feedback, I would hope Bungie would filter that and say, okay, there's some good things here we could glean. Maybe put some of this in like raids and dungeons, but you don't want to take that feedback and like apply it too liberally. Like I believe that they did in many respects. So, um, you think we could see something like Solstice armor with glows and the new armor set coming? This is just a speculation question. Just like Warframe and WoW, what are your thoughts on a system to convert your bright dust to silver? We don't need that. With sunsetting, do you think there's a chance of Forge Menagerie weapon refreshes? That certainly is a possibility. Or they could just put those weapons elsewhere and repurpose uh, Menagerie with some new mechanics, some new bosses, and all new weapons. Um, I think they could do that too. One or the other would be fine. So that's plenty of questions. I am not going to shut the stream down. If you have more questions or want to keep talking, you don't have to submit them in Q&A. Q&A is over. You can submit those in chat. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you should come and join us live one day at saynotorage.com. And as always, if you're here, stick around. If you're elsewhere, please like, share, and subscribe.